Hello, Sold viewers. Today is April 22nd, 2020. Quarantine life is still upon us. This is the Sold Stay at Home series where we touch base with some of your favorite artists working today and letting you know that they're still there doing their thing. Uh, it is Earth Day. I don't know if we're going to talk about Earth with this gentleman, but he puts his art on the Earth, so I guess that counts by default. Uh, and we are here with Lunchbox. How are you? Good, man. How you doing? I have, uh, we haven't met, but I have admired your work on the street for years. Is it a chicken or is it a turkey? Let's start there. <laughs> yes. There's a, it's highly debated. Uh, it's a chicken for me, but you know, all of my stuff is so open to interpretation. So whatever you want it to be, but chicken for me. Now, why is that, why, and uh, I can't answer this, I'm not artistic by, by birth or anything like that, I, I practice scribbling and stuff, but uh, why is it artists say what, whatever it means to you? Uh, I mean, why is it important? I, it's, I don't think that it's really important. It's, I don't know, I mean, this is something I struggle with a lot, is like meaning in art, you know, because I'm not a trained artist by any stretch uh so just figuring out why i do it and what it's for and justifying it is pretty tough so you know if anyone wants to attach any meaning to it i'm like please let me in on <laughs> what it is you figured out because i have no fucking idea <laughs> so you're of the uh, uh all press is good press when it comes to people talking about your work any interpretation you're probably good with Within reason, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're if you're applying some sort of like evil intent, you know, I, I, I'm not into it. But, now, what's what's the origin story behind the chicken with the with the cutout chest? Uh, you know, I mean, like pretty much everything, it's just a thing that I enjoyed drawing initially. But I sort of look at it for me, and you know, not always it varies, you know. But uh, I look at it as like sort of a uh, stand in for just your everyday person, you know, not any individual, but just a, a, a you know, being going through life. Meal. Exactly. Got it. I'm sure you're familiar with Chris RWK. His his work, of course. his robots are are really make you feel the uh, you know the the lifelessness that we all go through every day, and I guess that's uh, along the yeah, a little of that for sure. You know, and it's got the cutout in the chest, which is sort of like, you know, just an open space that sometimes can just be a void, you know, entirely. Or sometimes I throw a little stuff in there, which can be, you know, have some some sort of feeling to it or another. Now, I was looking at your feed before we chatted. I love the one that went up recently, the uh, uh, six feet. <laughs> six feet, fuck face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get tense on the streets, you know. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, I was born and raised here, so I have this sort of knee-jerk, like, you know, uh, feeling about the way people should conduct themselves on the streets within reason, you know? So, and now it's just intensified, you know, because of this, uh, this uh, coronavirus action. One of our contributors, Sarah, Cat's uh, Coffee Creativity, she, yep. she fondly recollects uh, meeting you and you giving her a piece of your art. And she had a question for you today was, what was the origin of the tooth? Ah, well, you know, I mean, the tooth is, again, 
origin is just something I like to draw. But uh, but to me, it's you know, first of all, I'm absolutely terrified of dentists. So you know, I try I try and draw when I'm scared of sometimes. Uh, and uh, you know, it's just I, I I just find it interesting that it's like an exposed part of your skeleton, you know, in a way, and and uh, that's. It, to me, it's like it's it's a little bit of a an offshoot of the chicken uh, in that it's like sort of an aspirational uh, aspect of uh, of you know this being's existence. Again, now you're you're starting to make me get deep, but that's not the way I roll at all. <laughs> so you know that's just me thinking about stuff. I think about it all in retrospect. I, it's almost never calculated. It's just because I like to draw it. Now you are a father of three, correct? Yep. How how is it like uh, sequestering with, with with three children? Uh, it has its ups and downs, <laughs> as I'm sure you can imagine. But uh, but it's been a lot of fun, you know. I mean, I'm, I I spend a lot of time with my kids anyway, so I'm used to it. Uh, having my wife at home in the mix is is pretty great, uh, you know, for her to be able to experience the day-to-day of, uh, of these uh, kids' lives, you know. Are, are any of them budding artists? Definitely. My oldest, I mean, all of them are, of course, on some level. But my oldest one, who's just turned 12 uh, yeah, during the quarantine, um, she's super into anime and does a lot of um, drawing like that. Um, she's, uh, she's really good. For sure, she's she's set to eclipse me, you know, uh, if she hasn't already in many ways, any second now. Now that's that's got to be a proud moment for you, no? Oh my god, I get like goosebumps, <laughs> you know, I mean, for sure. Send her to art school and start asking her for tips. We'll see, you know. <laughs> How about you? While while the lockdown is going on, are you are you still maintaining the creativity? Are you keeping up? For sure. I mean, usually I have the luxury of some time every day because the kids would be in school and I would just sort of get down to whatever project I could find some time for. But, uh, but you know, having them home also just opens up some other uh, avenues. You know, we work on stuff together. I've been working on some little projects with my wife and, uh, you know, I'm getting out there. Now, you, you don't have one medium you don't have three mediums at work and you work in just about everything you can get your hands on, huh? <sighs> yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm very happy about it, but I'm also, it also is a little bit of a, an Achilles heel, I think in that, you know, it would probably be a smart move to sort of focus in some way, but it's just not the way my brain works. You know? well, do, you, do you believe in the 10,000 hours theory? Oh God. I, It'd be nice, but I, you know, I, I would be wanting to keep track of that 10,000 hours. And I feel like there'd be like a bunch of things that are around like 2,000 hours. You know? <laughs> so I don't know. Now, wh- one of the things, one of the materials I wanted to talk to you about was that wooden axe you made. Yeah. Is I that got one on the wall behind me? Okay, so there it is. So I, I saw a wooden axe one time and the quote around it was, just because you're unique doesn't make you useful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I saw that when I thought of your axe, but of course it's not meant to be useful. It's meant to be thought provoking. And why is there another hole cut out of it? 
Well, I mean, the well, the one with the hole cut out of it is on this other wall here. Uh, that's, uh, you know, I made a bunch of them. Um, I like to reuse wood, uh, much to the chagrin of my wife and kids, because half the furniture in our house is like cobbled together from scraps. But uh, but when it, when the scrap gets too small to be usable as a piece of furniture or a shelf, I try to make it into something. And so these axes came out of these pieces that I had that were all sort of the same shape. And uh, and then I do a bunch of tools. I actually have like saws and box cutters and knives and cleavers that I make out of wood. Uh, and you know, the thought behind those is just like a tool that is absolutely useless. <laughs> you know? So you know, trying to find its place, but uh, you know, uh, not a lot of luck. So it sounds like you pick up the mediums as they come, and you you uh, aren't. Uh, prejudice to any what 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 are some new skills that you're picking up or would like to pick up during this time well you know I've been doing some silk screening which I've always done off and on a little bit but I sort of been seat of the pants uh, we've been doing some tabletop silk screening my wife and I and that's been fun but uh, the thing that I like the most that I've been working with on and off over the last couple of years is just resin and you know casting stuff in general i like three-dimensional stuff even though most of the stuff i do is flat yeah i don't know uh this might not be the best time to invest but 3d printers have never been cheaper you know i have a 3d printer that i was given two years ago it's in a box <laughs> <laughs> i just the time you know i i i uh I, I got the scan, you know, I, we, we set up an old connect. I don't know if you even know what mm -hmm. that is. You know, like an you know, sure. Scanned like my kids' heads and stuff like that. But then getting that to talk to the printer, I, I just, I was like, all right, I got some other shit to do. So uh, one day it will emerge and it will be like a relic at that point. You know, uh, 3D printers will be like, you know, snap your fingers and there it is. Who knows? What's one food you miss? Where could you and the wife go right now that you're making <laughs> down somewhere? Where would it be? I mean, all foods. <laughs> you know, I've been, we, you know, we're from New York, so we, we eat out a lot and order in a lot. And uh, I mean, pizza, obviously, like I haven't had a pizza in, in a month. And that's a little weird for me, you know, especially with kids. But uh, so that would be up there. Where's your Where's your favorite place? What pizza place? Yeah, what's what's in the, the neighborhood? Place? Probably best. You know, over on uh, oh god, where the hell is it? Uh, you know, east, just just west of the BQE. Um, best pizza. Hmm. Oh, if you haven't tried it, Don't get know. there. <laughs> it's great. Now, <clears throat> all right. So, as a New Yorker. You have opinions. What's going to be different? Double. What's going to be different about the world when we come out of lockdown? Oof, I mean, who knows? I, I like I'm I'm a you know cynical optimist, so you know I I'm concerned about what might uh, you know pop out of this, but I hope that um, that you know there will be like a re-emergence of a little bit of the old New York that has some street life to it in every neighborhood, some variety to every neighborhood, some, you know, just some values small over 
huge, you know, uh, I feel like, all that. I feel like, you know, the, the age of people that say, um, I'm really glad I was in college when they didn't have cell phone cameras. <laughs> yeah, well. I feel like everyone that is above uh, dating and banging and single life age at this point is going to be uh, in a different class of everyone that wasn't because I, I feel like the, the, the social nature of everything has got to change just a bit. For sure. But, you know, maybe for the better, I mean, you know, maybe some, you know, as a music lover, you know, smaller venues might be nice that, you know, and, and maybe a little less packed and, you know, without a dollar value attached necessarily to the, um, you know, to the event, you know, that's, that's so huge. Um, you know, that's more about just getting out there and exposing your work to other people. Since you mentioned music, what do you like to listen to? All kinds of stuff. I mean, uh, it depends on the situation or the scenario or my mood, but you know, I, I've, I've listened to, all kinds of stuff from, you know, the Grateful Dead to hardcore to, you know, hip hop and a ton of reggae and, you know, a ton of funk and whatever. I, and a lot of super corny, cheesy, like, um, uh, you know, music, like organ based music and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I, I don't discriminate. Now, even though we haven't met before, you uh, were in a piece that City Kitty did for Sold Magazine about the collab that you guys were working on. Okay, yeah, yeah. What was that like working with him? He's one of our favorites. Uh, I've worked with them a few times. He's such an awesome dude, you know, um, like a really just nice person and like the king of collaborators. So, I mean, he's just a, a good guy. And I, we plan on working together in the future for sure. I miss seeing the cat out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Who else have you collabed with? Uh, a bunch of stuff with I'm a Maker. I don't know if you, if you yep, know her. Yep, she's great. Uh, yep. One Tooth, a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, let's see, who the heck else? Uh, oh, Abe Lincoln, who's one of my favorites and just a great guy. We live um, in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh um butts up who was just on your podcast uh, a little while ago um yeah he was know. fun to talk to yeah he's a good dude for sure now what uh <clears throat> what are we watching uh, are you guys you and wifey watching any shows we finish anything give us some recommendations well obviously tiger king you know every, oh, everyone has seen that uh but uh what you know, Westworld. What did you think of Tiger King? Uh, well, I had listened to a podcast called Over My Dead Body that featured that story a couple of months ago. So, you know, uh, it, it wasn't like crazy, shocking, all the, you know, twists and turns. But, uh, but the characters, to see them come to life was pretty great. You know? it, it came out the other day. He's got a wife and a son that no one I ever heard. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes. <laughs> what else are you guys watching? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, my kids are getting old enough to watch some stuff that is, like, sort of bland, but 
funny-ish. So, you know, like my younger kids who are twins and they're six years old are into parks and recreation now. And my older kid is into the office now. Uh, but my wife and I are, you know, more like what little time and energy we have left at the end of the day. You know, we try and geek out a little bit of, like I said, Westworld or something along those lines, something weird. Now we watched we watched the first season of Westworld and I loved it. But yep. for some reason we didn't watch season two and I heard bad things about season three. Uh I don't know. I mean I'm not wild about th- season three so far, but it is interesting. Uh and uh I don't know. I mean I, I just like the visuals of the world and you know, just the way they explore what's what might happen in that sort of scenario. So it doesn't have to be a perfect story. Even uh, HBO's ugly series are beautiful. They shoot, they shoot very well. I agree. I mean, Carnival, I don't know if you remember yeah, that. It was like, what, one or two seasons? Weird as fuck. But it was visually amazing and, and interesting, even though totally unresolved. Well, let, let's speak about visually amazing. Let's talk about uh, some hopes and some changes that maybe we could uh, hope to see in street art coming out of this. Like you, you were talking about smaller shows for music. I'm not yeah. sure smaller shows for street art would help. It would have to be bigger. <laughs> yeah. Can't get much smaller, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what I'd like to see is more in terms of shows, in terms of organized street art stuff. I, I'd like to see some more organized chaos where you know there's a loose framework for a bunch of people and they come together and bang something out that's not necessarily super tight like a mural uh event but Mm -hmm. that's more like hey we're all going to hit this area and we're going to you know uh either have an objective or not you know we're just going to either take it over or something something that shows our the the strength of our numbers because there's just tons of people that are you know that that are just in it now and uh are you saying less legal walls Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just feel like there's too many areas where it's, I mean, Abe Lincoln, I forget where I heard him say it, but he called like the Lower East Side, like a street art petting zoo. And, you know, I think that that has some value. I mean, exposing people to it at whatever level is great, but it doesn't, it, it nothing stands out as much anymore um, unless you just, get yourself up there and hype yourself or, and, and I don't know. I think that there's better ways for everyone to be heard instead of, you know, sort of just cramming into these already, you know, overused areas. And I don't know. Plus I like breaking the law a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) not a ton, just a little. Let's get a little bit into your uh, born and raised story. You said you're a New sure. Yorker. Uh, yeah. Judging from what you said, that you are not art school. No. So, mom, I'm guessing also again that you have uh, uh, day responsibilities. Uh, I do. At, for the last several years, they've been my kids. Yeah. Um, so that's been great, but it's also been, you know, I'm a I'm a hermit by nature. And it's sort of removed me even further from, <laughs> from the rest of the world in some weird way. Uh, so, you know, that's my, my main daily responsibility. Well, you picked the right line of 
art, you know, it's not like you're, you're a singer and you got to get up there and brave it. You're sneaking exactly. around. Exactly. Oh, my God. I would have zero success. Okay. So, so how did you get into it? When did you first get the urge? What was the first piece? I mean, as early as I can remember, I was making stuff and loving it and loving doing it and, and loving, you know, looking at it afterwards even and being like, whoa, you know, just being able to manifest something into reality that you imagined was always appealing to me. Uh, so forever. <laughs> yeah, sir. When did you take it from uh, sketches to more 3D stuff? To more 3D stuff? Very recently. Last five years, maybe. You know, um, I, I carved a few teeth out of wood and then I started, you know, to assemble some stuff from scraps and carve out some larger things from wood. And, and then, you know, I started doing the resin stuff, which is a whole other can of worms. I'm looking around on your wall. I love that uh, uh, Frankenstein monster up there. That's my wife. I mean, not, that's not actually my wife, but she drew it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when, uh, when you went out on the street, did you, were you a writer first or did you just start with your, your art? You know, I'm uh, 52. So I grew up in New York City in the 70s and, you know, 80s, early 80s. So, and I think if you didn't at least write something on a wall, no matter where the fuck you were from, like, you're crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I tried a little bit of that, but nothing of any consequence when I was much, much, much younger. And, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up in New York City, so exposed to tons of graffiti, love that, you know, it's part of what, you know, informs my aesthetic for sure, you know, uh, but it was not my, you know, uh, avenue for sure. What was the first name you wrote? Uh, <laughs> my, bro my brother, my older brother wrote uh, something, uh, Poke, P-O-A-K, and then Zark. And so I wrote Snark. Oh. Uh, you know, tried, like trying to just edge it a little in my direction, but uh, super shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so what, it, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like you're adjusted uh, whether or not you're going to cry off stream when we're done with this, we don't know. <laughs> what, advice, Always. what advice would you give to other artists trying to work it at home now in their family environment, whether they are the kids or have kids or, you know, any tips? I mean, you know, if you got kids, if you got anyone else in the space with you, just be as patient as you can be and, and uh, expect that people are going to lose a little bit. and. Uh, and just focus on what you can do to maximize this super strange, bizarre time. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Thank you very much. It was really nice to you. I appreciate your time. Likewise. Uh, before we let you go, can you let our viewers know where they can find you online? Uh, Lunchbox on Instagram is pretty much it, or lunchboxart at Gmail if you want to email me some profanities or something like that. Well, we look forward to seeing more of you on the street and keep it up. Thanks, man. Take care.
Have a great day.